0: So, as we chant this uh, familiar sutra on kindness, metta, and the striking features of it is uh, this phrase by not holding to views, ditti, pure hearted, not holding to views. And uh, it doesn't say what particular views, but the whole, whole uh, experience of holding a view. And it's generally uh, something where we go into a more abstract state of them, they should, they shouldn't, this is this is the truth, this is the law, this is right, this is wrong. And you can always feel what happens in your heart when you, those senses come up, as I'm sure they do for all of us, they go into a view, and it's abstract, it's not actually What's happening, it's what should be or what I feel is the right way. We impose this as a kind of grip that happens in the mind. Um, you know, we take a stand on something. And it's actually the release of this grip. It's this grip of holding a view that is so uh, uh, part of what the experience of empathy and kindness is. In you know, a very basic sense. It's not even... Trying to feel great affection, but just the sense of lessening this grip, our heart immediately becomes more empathic because that's its nature. When we're not held in this particular way, and that uh, what happens is there's a sense of uh, from a, we're not so sure we're not so definite, we're not so sure, we're not so definite. And for sometimes that feels, we feel a bit unsettled by that because we're moving out of the fixity of our head knowledge into the, a different realm of feeling and sensitivity. And it's not so clear from the head's point of view, but it's more a felt sense of softening, Softening, and perhaps finding in that we don't need to hold a view because the very sense of softening as you tune into it is itself there's a certain centeredness in that, like just being here in a more soft, empathic, listening, attuned way without a particular aim or program, position one is, one isn't, one should be, one shouldn't be. Mm. And through this, the quality of, of empathy, sympathy means we just resonate, we sympathize, we empathize with what's being felt. We don't take a stand on it. We don't conflict with it. We don't adopt it. Go, oh, it's like that. And this is this process that we can undertake in meditation of a almost like an unraveling all these hard. Places in ourselves where we get jumped, we have these held views, right and wrong, reviewing the past, what I am and what I'm not, what I should be, what I shouldn't be, who's to blame, and so forth, which one's head can come up with a huge convincing stories and all that, and it's true in its own sense. What we're looking for now is not that, but how do we release that pressure how do we come out of that to another kind of truth and the simplicity of this truth is everything is in some sense of stress and suffering everything everything is trying to exist and it's breaking up everything wants to hold on there's nothing to hold on to Every thought wants to be convincing, but it, it falls away. It needs another one to keep it going. Every statement of what I am needs a past and a future, a sense of something that I am. It can't stand up on its own. So all these things are breaking up and that feeling of radical insecurity with that. So this is where this is a very deep practice, because we start to find our sense of security, our stability more in the quality of being, consistently the pure-hearted, with that openness, defenselessness, positionlessness. All we know is we can empathise with this uh, moving, painful, joyful, exciting, depressing experience that we call our life and we find a way to to be present with that in a way that heals it from its ongoing wounds and criticism and doubt and blame and conflict. So as we sit in meditation, just the time to to, uh, come into stillness, find your body, use your body, your bodily sense to ground into that, just being really here, and uh, escorting everything else to the door, or the future and the past, and the, let's just leave that outside. We can pick it up any moment we want, but we put it outside. It, sometimes these things want to keep coming back, so you patiently take them to the door. So just wait out there for me, but I'll be right back <laughs> in half an hour. Don't worry. <laughs> and uh, just like we're taking your break. Curiosity into what it's like to be in a body, to have a body, how we know we have one. Getting to know it thoroughly. The feeling of it. The earth of it, the stability, the warmth, the flowing of it. This embodied experience. And Referring to that, so at least we make that inclination to just come out of the grip of our conceiving minds, of our head knowledge, into something more physical, sensed, somatic. Sit clearly, sit with a sense of presence, completely, thoroughly. There's nothing else to do. You want to do it fully with every cell of your body. Be with your breathing so that when you breathe you breathe out it's like you're saying goodbye to the last breath it's just this is really letting it go and in breath it's like this is the first it's not just another dreary experience in an ongoing dreariness but a real thorough and complete lived breath bear in mind when you cultivate this you coming out of your head so right and wrong are no longer valid terms there's no such thing in the body as right or wrong just incline yourself to being thorough thorough and complete with whatever you can experience in your body no wavering with it, no fluttering around with it give yourself to that this is uh seeing if you you know what that feels like and if you understand that if your body can understand that mm. and cultivate like that mm. the mind jumps or swings out, the moment of recognition is like a cushion, it's not a dagger, it's a cushion, it's like a cushion that catches that sudden jump or that swing or that wayward thought or that agitation, it's like a big soft cushion, just catches it and softens it. (laughs) Just catching it softly. Like uh, catching a bird that's flying away. and just catch it softly. You don't want to break it. Catch it softly. Hold it softly. Let it go softly. Do it a lot. A lot of things have to be just met Softly, not vaguely, clearly, but softly. Like You're just absorbing the impact of that. You don't want to hurt it. You don't want to get reactive. Crazy mind. Just like a three-year-old. You don't want to catch them. You don't want to hurt them. Softening, you're coming out of the tendency to form a conclusion, viewpoint, praise, blame, success, failure, can do it, can't do it, or more judgmental attitudes we can have towards what happens. Simple <laughs> motto is we don't. Adopt anything. We don't conflict with anything. We don't hold on. So whenever those experiences happen, as I'm sure they will, adopting thought, you know, just leave it alone. Let, let it say it say and let it do what it needs to do. You don't have to adopt it. You don't have to fight with it, conflict with it. Pleasant state, you don't have to hang on to it. Let it be what it has to be. And so really we're not, this practice, we're not so much focusing on the content as a relationship to that content. So that eventually the quality of that relationship becomes the content, the quality of spaciousness, empathy. Empathy. Becomes the content, becomes something we can palpably recognize. The heart starts to settle in that, to feel wide. So often the practice when many things do come up, doing the washing, cleaning out, many things do come up, we soften and widen. This is the cleaning. same goes for moods perceptions so uh, what we loosely call feelings sad happy anxious urgent you know excited depressed whatever it is feel the feeling you don't adopt it don't believe in it don't conflict with it let it have its say, hold it softly, widening, softening, so just meeting meeting these emotive emotions and experiences in this way itself is uh, what we need to do, just just to meet it and you know, wait, bear with that, be with that, meeting that, softening. Not tightening up, trying to figure it out or get past it. It starts to melt into something more spacious, more whole, more resolved. No sadness. but whatever it is, painfulness, hurtness or exuberance. I'm trying to not experience those things, not have a view about them. from time to time, just uh, check your focus on terms of the body, it can sort of fade, fade, fade till, and the, for most people, um, the important thing is to, when your body to go down, most of our energy goes up, so you feel yourself up in your head, or Round your chest or on your throat, and you lose the base of the spine. So you, just, you know, it's like keeping, or as if you're putting one thumb down on the base of your spine and holding, pinning one edge of your mind down there. As if you're just kind of sitting on one, sitting on your mind. <laughs> so you actually feel that uh, tailbone and the back, as if that's as you're sitting on your mind and then all the stuff that can be bubbling around in it you've still got that basic frame of reference to the face of the spine and you know if you feel yourself g- lose getting giddy or spinning or getting caught in a lot of thought just deliberately repeatedly stroke your awareness down to the ground It's grounding, grounding, grounding softly, quietly. Loosen the solar plexus. Loosen your belly, going down to the ground. And we can take widening quite literally to contemplate the span of your body across from one shoulder tip to the other, one elbow to the other, across your chest so it feels at all cramped. Let your arms come an inch away from the sides of your body so your chest can feel very open. Uh, So There's unconscious reflex that happens that tightens us up. So we make deliberate check in to keep ourselves spacious, wide. And uh, that little, tiny little bit of, of physical space it creates a lot of psychological space. your mind seems quiet or you don't really know, it's a bit dull or something, just ask, uh, you can't find what state it's in, just ask, is anything stopping me feeling happy, buoyant? What is that? Even if it just can't exactly give it a word, what's the sense of that? Does it feel turgid? tight, sagging, prickly, just there, just catching it lightly, widening, just developing the sense of uh, all-embracing, all-accepting, empathy. A wonderful gift of the heart that we have it doesn't need to be explained or regretted. As we come towards the end of this particular session, just uh, almost taking a photograph of how it is now. It's actually a photo, not a visual sense, but an um, impression, how you feel, how it feels now. Whatever that is, don't adopt it, don't conflict with it, just notice that. And notice if you've been through any journey, if something is, that was tight has become looser, something that was fuzzy has become clearer, something has been accepted, forgiven, you know, something, what, what movement has occurred for you, if any, in the meditation. See, once you're giving you giving that back to yourself, giving that back to your thinking mind. So you you bring that to your thinking mind. So you don't have to go back to the old thought patterns. Just remember, you've been through this. You you can sense this. You know? Things can change for you. Just remembering, reminding yourself. Mm-hmm. So as we. Spend a few moments and then letting the senses open, the eyes open to the experience of being in the room, the hall. keeping the sense of centeredness.